You would look good in one of Big T's tees. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Rugby League season, a podcast as excited about football as brothers are about one-upping each other. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views of my own and we're recording these views across the greater region of Sydney, Australia. With me tonight are three of the best brothers football has to offer. There are no strangers to the show already appearing on the show with us over the years. The Boom Brothers. I'd first like to introduce the oldest, most organised, and least well-known to the audience, um, having only been on the show once, Cardi B, a.k.a. Bald Burgess, a.k.a. Benjamin. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cardi B is such a great nickname. I don't, I don't want to float my own boat too much, but fuck, I was so happy with myself when I came up with it. Um, if you could immortalise one NRL player for a 2021, from this 2021 season into a top-tier, super-sick NBA-style card... What do you who who do you think that would be? Uh, this year probably be Tommy Turbo. I suggest um, he's been pretty amazing all year, and I I actually was thinking about this earlier today and and thinking well, he turned the team around, but he probably didn't really. They they had a pretty hard start to the year with South Penrith Roosters and really only losses at Dragons, and then he came back and everything looked really good. So I put him in there. State of Origin, he was awesome. Um, and I'd put him on, they have these cards at the moment called Sneaker Spotlights. So a photo of him with some really oh. cool, uh, like, boots, nice signature. Yeah, they'd go sick. The Manly fans would love it. Drop a, drop a couple of grand on it for sure. So, yeah, and Tommy so, Turbo for me. Well, you just led to my next question. What would you sell it for on Cards Off The Bench if you had, like, a sick New South Wales-style one? Uh, at least a 1000 It's got to be, right? That's, yeah. people, people would pay that, wouldn't they? Especially the Manly fans. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, next up, we have the man close to my hat-wearing heart. In fact, I know no one can see us, but we can see us, and he is wearing a hat right now. A man who, although is also bored, bald, uh, you barely know it just due to his flat cap collection. He's been on a couple of episodes, often talking up state of origin and selling real estate on Gagai Island. Please welcome <laughs> Backyard Burgess, a.k.a. Luke. G'day, guys. Um, you're also a bit of an NBA nerd. So were you happy with how that NBA, the last one, that series played out? Yeah, I think uh, reflecting on it, I had sort of said a Bucks suns finals would probably be the ultimate in um, NBA finals. Not ultimate, but I think it was, a, it was a good way to end it and to go all the way to, you know, that far. I know that probably grates against Ben, but it was actually a really good end to the season. Sorry, it Ben. Felt, it felt like the good guys kind of got there and, and won. Who, in your opinion, is the GOAT NBA player? Is LeBron there or is it Jordan? Who's, or you got somebody else? Oh, all time? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely Jordan. I mean, depending on the era, but it's definitely Jordan. And I think maybe because we grew up watching Jordan be great. So I'm sure that the debate happens in the NRL world now where I think if you think about Joey as the GOAT, I'm sure people, I'm sure young people have a different take on that. But we there, we were there, we watched him be great. And so I feel the same way about Jordan. And so would you then say that Joey is the NRL equivalent or the rugby league equivalent? I mean, around about the same time, even-ish. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, okay. uh, ability to change a game in, you know, next to nothing, with next to nothing, 
I mean, some of those teams that Joey dragged through weren't fantastic in origin as well. But, um, yeah, LeBron, I don't know. I, I can't stand LeBron, right? So it's kind of sucks to say <laughs> Personally, that. Personally? From a personal stance? Or? Oh, I think he's, he's massively phony as well. I don't know. Like, I feel... I don't get an authenticity about him. I think, like, you watch The Last Dance, right? And you get authenticity about Jordan. Like, Jordan was a competitor, and he wasn't trying to hide that he was a competitor. Whereas LeBron does all this stuff to pretend like he's not that way. But he is. Like, we all know he is. So, mm. yeah. Okay, so who then, if Joey's your, um, your Jordan, who do you think is the phony, in your opinion, phony views are our own, uh, LeBron-ish person playing now in the NRL? I guess at some point it would have been Cam Smith. Um, oh, or even shout. like um, maybe even like Thurston I have my own debate about Thurston but I, I'm sure that there's a generation now who think that Kemp Smith is the GOAT and there's no reason why he's not I mean he, he won lots of premierships for that team regardless of whether they got taken away from him he still won them for him yeah. um, and any kind of conversation around that versus Kronk is false as far as I'm concerned and you're talking about having your own debates. I'm also going to leave alone uh, for the moment. Uh, and, and finally, the visually youngest, although not mathematically youngest, the man with the greatest bench player in the history of Sports Best Friends and a man that barely needs an introduction, but I love the sound of my own voice. Please welcome Boomsy, a.k.a. Craig Wing, a.k.a. The Beautiful Burgess, a.k.a. Matt. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction, mate. Yeah, it's good to be back. Best player of the bench, basically the guy with no life, and he'll come and do a podcast whenever I get the chance. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you've described me, and then you're, there's also you, so that's great. Um, <laughs> is there, and I'm being serious here, any chance our kids won't like rugby league? Zero chance, given that uh, my first son was singing "Glory, Glory to South Sydney" <laughs> as one of his first words. Uh, zero <laughs> chance, and. From what I understand, Littlest Tiger has been carrying a ball around since before he could walk. So, yeah, yeah I think zero chance on that, mate. Caught a ball before he could stand. I've got a video evidence of it. Uh, it could have sure. been the pass. It could have been the pass, but I think it was... <laughs> Definitely the delivery. <laughs> uh, and let me ask you this then, which is, which is worryingly more likely. Do you think they don't like league or you think they don't like each other? Which one is more likely? I think it's more likely that they don't like each other, which would be mm. devastating for me and you, obviously. But just the love of league will be very strong, especially surrounded by the two uncles that are on the podcast here too for us. Yeah, that's true. The only other the thing that might actually do it is the love of league. They do the horrible, like, uh, instead of loving people that they find that like rugby league, they get the shits because, you know, South just beat us and, and Littlest doesn't want to hear Brett talk about it yeah. again. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, but I, they, they should be fine, mate. We're, we're, we're forcing the friendship. It's great. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure kids will be on Twitter by the ages of five or whatever. Their school will encourage it by the time they go to school or some weird social media thing. So they'll be, you know, great on that too. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Well, our Centurions uh, are on, who are probably on their daily walk right now or commuting to work or whatever they do when they're listening to it, want to know why the hell have arranged the Boom Boys here for an ep and it's simple. Rugby League Hall of Fame. The boys have been given um, players from the retiring class of 2016 and they will plead their case for their respective players. As the MC and adjudicator and all-around boss of the podcast, I will provide the verdict on which players should be inducted um, based on the cases put forward by the Boom Brothers. Now, what they're fighting for is the ultimate prize. <laughs> um, 
the person who has the most amount of players placed into the Hall of Fame, as judged by me, will be named the Boom Brother Ultimate Hall of Fame Legend, uh, and henceforth known as Hall of Fame Burgess. Now, that's a pretty good nickname. Wow. <laughs> uh, my eyebrows are raising and people can't hear it, but everyone can see it. Okay, so Cardi B, you were given uh, retired players from card pack one. Who did your pack contain? So I got uh, Anthony Chuck Watmile and uh, Michael Innes. Already playing to your czar because you're putting in nicknames <laughs> with Anthony Chuck Watmile. I like it. I see where you're going with this. We haven't started yet, but I am getting influenced. Backyard, who uh, you were given pack two. Who was in your um, container? I had uh, Ben Cray and um, Jamie Lyon. Jamie Lyon, okay. You went alphabetically there. Okay, good, good, good. And Boom, you were given retired pack card number three. And who was in that? I got Corey Parker and Jeremy Smith. I want to make it clear that it's Jeremy Smith from Melbourne Storm, not Jeremy Smith that also played for South Sydney. Of great, of South Sydney Hall of Fameness. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of many halfback during our great 2000 shitness. And it's only because he didn't retire in 2016. I'm sure you would have loved to have tried to advocate for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Jeremy Smith. Yeah. Oh, God. Plants <laughs> it in the Rugby League Garden of Eden. Now, the fine print, um, as written by the NRL, is individuals whom have completed in an elite premiership rugby league competition in Australia and achieved outstanding feats on and off the field throughout a professional playing career. The three stipulations are the individual must have completed, uh, competed, sorry, in the elite premiership rugby league competition in Australia. Individuals must have played the majority of their elite pre uh, rugby league um, career in Australia. And the third one is individuals must have been retired for five years uh, from competing in the professional sporting competition. So there's got to be a minimum of two people that we put in and there's a maximum of four inductees in this cycle. The one I do want to quickly go back to is individuals must have played the majority of their elite rugby league career in Australia. That means if you wanted to put someone like Ellery Hanley or some some goat in England in the Hall of Fame or, or I mean, some people say Ellery Hanley might be an immortal, but he can't be unless he's in the Hall of Fame. So this is completely against what we were going to do, but that seems crazy that it, they had to have been played most of the thing in there in Australia for the first bit. Ben, you you were you were nodding your head. Is it what are your vibes about that? It, well, I guess it's like the the way that they're looking at it is the Australian competition is the benchmark competition, and so you have to have played here. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that in this day and age, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. It feels lazy. Like, I don't want to have to look at any other competitions to work this out. I just want to, have, it happened to in front of me. It was written pre the internet. Yeah. No, I think it was written just recently. I think this, the mm, whole really? criteria thing was only done wow. like in the last three or four years when they, when they put a whole bunch of more immortals in and things like that. Anyway, whatever. I didn't write it. I'm just going to have to adjudicate it based on that, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's a real pain. It will, it, it should be noted though, but I think that. Super League appearances should factor into like people who have like into a saying nominees. Like as far as I'm concerned, like just because they have played, they might have played their whole career in Australia. They might have done some great things in Super League, um, and we should consider that, don't you think? Mm. T. Yeah. Yeah. You would agree yeah, with no, that? I, yeah, I can't. Well, I'm I'm was already on board. You, you but you're converting the 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 choir. Yeah, good. I think. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I guess if you're like Man of Steel for two years and then you come over here and you're playing, oh, fuck, now I'm confused because if you do play really well over there and you come here and you're pretty shit, maybe you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe this is, oh, crap, maybe that's why they have this in here. 
Mate, because you're going it, back in a full circle. Great shit, work. Because they need you do need to kind of go against like for like. How yeah. would we know that they were really good unless you were playing everyone else who was also really good? Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess for <laughs> for consideration for this, the the people who are on the list have played the majority of their career. Yeah, oh no, I don't actually have any problems. I was just complaining before about this thing, but now <laughs> yeah, for us we're good. I I've, I've watched all these people play, so we should be fine. Uh okay. Sorry, NRL, you're right. Or or at least don't listen to me just yet. I haven't really thought it through enough. It's uh, a bit disappointing for someone like Chase Stanley, who definitely would have been in the Hall of Fame because <laughs> he was like man of steel like eight times in the Super League. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get a start in the NRL. Yeah. One of you big, you got to play big. Uh, you will go in introduction order, Cuddy B, Backyard, uh, then Bloom. You will advocate for one player. Once you've finished your case, the other two brothers um, will be given time to retort. Once you finish, the next brother will put forward a case. Uh, you will not advocate for both players in your pack at the same time or in a row. Now, I wanted to give an honourable mention to Dean Hallitau, uh, who was also in this retiring class, but I didn't put him in this debate because I knew that I couldn't be impartial with guys, and this needed to be straight down the line. I'm sure that, you know, there are important people listening, uh, but I know if I put Dean Hallitau in, he would have went straight in, so it's not fair. Uh, okay, Cardi B, which player are you going to be advocating for first? So I figure that there'll be a recency bias in the way that you judge this. Um, so I'm going to put my, 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 my shit nominee for lack of a, my poor nominee for back, lack of a better term up first and hopefully finish strong so anthony anthony chalk will kick off go for it he's your, he's your poor a, nominee i'm officially taking notes he's, so go yeah this is why it's going to be good right uh but i fun fact about my pack so in 2008 the number one and number two players in penalties conceded <laughs> both your guys chalk, Chuck Watmeyer and Michael Innes, who yep. had 128 penalties against them in 44 games. How is that even possible? Three per game between them. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So that, that's their claim to fame. Uh, but anyway. So it was um, a busy, so busy day teaching the children It was a really today, busy or? day. Yeah, it yeah. was, man. It was really busy. I spent a lot of time on this. Um, <laughs> how, many times, how many times did they play each other when you would have seen the penalty count you know, blow out with at least two that players pulling up six? We'll pull we'll pull that as a fun fact at the yeah. end. I'll see if I can I can dig that out. But um, so for so look, um, I'm not a manly fan, um, so it, it made it made it tough to 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 be impartial in this. But I, I did I did as as best I can. But if I go through his resume um, to start off, two premierships with Manly, four grand finals, three hundred plus games in the NRL, mostly with Manly. I'd actually forgotten he played for Parramatta. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, he was he a Daly really M second. Played. Yeah, he was injured a lot. But um, Daly M uh, second row of the year, two thousand seven. His his game three, two thousand and nine state of origin performance was claimed by Vossi as one of the best ever. Wow! Which I thought was that that has to give him some some cred. Um, that was also the famous game with the fight. Uh, so you can you can watch the fight on on YouTube. Um, you can't really find much about the game, but anyway. Um, so look. Um, he was this. He was a sea eagle. He was a. He was an um, northern eagle. Um, he was a leader. Of, uh, is it was a northern eagles, right? That was right, wasn't it? Am I getting that right? Yeah, I had to. I kind of forgot about that too. Um, leader of a group um, that took Manly to um, you know four grand finals and and um, two premierships. He was the heart and soul of that team um, with Matt Eye, the, the um, Stewart brothers for him. Um, and they all took pay cuts to stay together and, and really build the peninsula destiny um, 
at that time. Um, played 300 games for, was one of the best second roles in the game for probably a three or four year period. Never really took a playoff. Um, if you were an opposing team, you always were happy if he wasn't on the field. Um, he signed for big money with Parramatta on a four-year deal after, but um, never really got going again and and, the, and got caught up in the salary cap scandal, but um, probably never really achieved his potential um, at the end of his career anyway, um, but had a had a few um, few good years. Um, I think this is... Uh, uh, I've got I've got a I've got a retort for myself, but I don't know whether to, to go into it or just let you guys do it. <laughs> so who who wants to who wants to beat beat him up? That's Luke's job, I think. That's that's uh, backyard's job. My job. Well, well, I've I've officially put you first, boom. If you've got anything you wanted to say, uh, what what was a grub? Uh, an absolute <laughs> grub. Um, yeah, I get you the points about his strong second rower, and I didn't mind him when he played for New South Wales, but he was a grub. He made dog shorts. What was his suspensions at, Mr. Stats? <laughs> got any suspension uh, scores for me there? No, I was looking involved... more at his criminal activity. <laughs> <laughs> and also being, being involved in, his, uh, in a salary gap scandal at a team that finished Wooden Spoon. That's poor. That doesn't get you in the Hall of Fame. It gets you in the Hall of Shame. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, and man, backyard. You want to add anything to that? Oh, I just I'm a bit disappointed that Ben, like you're just not you're not really selling your candidates here, Ben. I think you should go in, you know, really politic for your candidates here. You kind of, you, what do you think, T? I don't think he's really he believes that Chalk should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I mean, <laughs> what's your feeling about that? So, Can, well, let, let me just get well, let me just you know give you some uh, give you some color. Um, <laughs> For me, for me, the the Hoff, as I'll call it for tonight, um, is as much as is as much as what you do on the field as off the field, right? So you can be the best player on the field, but if you're not if you're not a a, a good citizen, then I'm I'm going to struggle. You know, he punched a sponsor at a club launch. Uh, he abused the sponsor's daughter. He was caught urinating on a shop front window. He tries to hotel room. You're not room. selling it, mate. You're really <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> Uh, this guy's at the bottom of the list by far. Um, and that's was this was even after an intervention with, by Bobby Fulton, the late, great Bobby Fulton and, uh, oh. and Desi Hasler having a chat to him. So, um, look, I'd be, I'd be very intrigued to find out what Manly fans really think about him now. Um, you know, post his retirement, he's been notoriously private. Um, he went on a, on a podcast uh, that went viral a few years ago where he called DCE an F, F-wit um, and really kind of, through Manly to the through everything that Manly was to the core um, under the bus a little bit. So I mean I'm interested how Manly fans feel about him um, because for me on the field yes um, great player but off the field um, lacking the credentials to get into the Hall of Fame and I know he's my player but um, that that's how I kind of feel about it. Fuck this is going to be a shit class if this guy ends up getting through. Because we, don't, we haven't heard anyone else, but maybe he's one, you know, the second best rather than the absolute worst. Uh, okay, great. Good start. Uh, Benjamin's just destroying his own teams. I like it. So, uh, Backyard, it's now your turn. Which player are you going to start with? I'm going to start with Ben Craig. Um, I mean, what can I say? I'll just start by saying, like, safe as houses. That's all. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I mean, he's a premiership winning second rower, um, you know, 11 origin appearances, multiple international appearances, six time daily M award winner. Uh, and, you know, just 
there's something to be said about continuity at a club and just sticking to the club, no matter what you get paid um, until the end, until the bitter end. It, most Second most capped uh, dragon behind Ben Ornby. Um, so, I mean, there's something to be said about that. And, and if you look along all the inductees or all the Hall of Famers at the moment, a lot of those, a lot of those guys stuck with their clubs. And, and I think the NRL values people who are, um, stay true to, to where they came from. You know, he, he came from the, uh, the Illawarra area. So, I mean, if there's ever a better candidate, just a real, uh, I think if we think about role models and we think about people who, who know what they're doing on the field, Ben Cray is that person. Vote Cray. Whoa. Now, also, there's nothing more high school debate than what, what else can I say? We haven't even said anything yet. That was amazing. No, it's Cardi B goes first, please. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, I don't have a lot to add because you didn't really add a lot. Um, I know. I no, I, I would don't. Definitely, I, I wouldn't put it. Would I put him in the greatest Dragons team? No, that you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'd have to be the least famous 270-game player in the history of the NRL. Oh, um, but for me, his defining moment was pushing Justin Hodges in the back in State of Origin and running away. And if that's your defining moment in your yeah. career... That's right. And you then, know what? Uh, I don't think he deserves field. to be there. on the field when it mattered most in Origin. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. He got, binned, he got binned for the pushing. He got binned well, for pushing. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> All right. And uh, boom. I was literally just going to say the date, 16th of July, 2009, when he did that push and run. That is what he's mm-hmm. most famous for. Yep. So, sorry, Ben Cray. You, and I have Dragons friends, like friends of Dragons fans that just call him a cat. They call him a cat. But Dragons fans, in fairness, are harsh on their own players. But uh, they call him a cat. And he, he was like a cat. No offense to Gus the cat. But he was a cat. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, don't rate him. I think in response to both of those answers, um, and their kind of lack of reasons, but I mean, we're talking about people who have terrible off-field incidents. Name one bad Ben Cray off-field incidents. The good people at the Hall of Fame who do their good work will look at Ben Cray and say, didn't even hear his name in the papers for good or bad reasons. <laughs> Stuck with his club. He's a real winner, real winner. Of all the criteria that they look for in the Hall of Fame, there's only one that he didn't get. He didn't really get the illustrious Clive Churchill medal, which I don't know. I think he might have, might have missed out there quietly, but, you know, never did a thing wrong. Amazing. This is, I'm loving this already. I'm so glad we're doing it. Boom. And we're only two in. And we've got six. <laughs> I love it. Boom. It's your turn. Who are you starting with? I'm starting off with uh, Corey Parker as my first... Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame um, inductee. Um, I agree with some earlier points raised by my brothers about it's not what you do on the field. It's obviously what you do off the field as well. Um, Corey Parker in 2016, for every goal that he kicked, um, they'd, he, uh, the, he donated $100 to the AEIOU Foundation, the Autism Foundation. So he kicked a lot of goals that year in 2016. Um, and there was a lot of money generated by him. So he's a great man off the field for starters. One club player. Uh, somebody said earlier that it's, it takes a lot to be a one club player. And, you know, the Broncos there, he probably probably took some pay cuts. I can't, you know, that's that certainly. But um, took some pay cuts to stay there. He was there for 15 years, played 347 games for the Bronx, um, played State of Origin, um, was part of a World Cup 
winning team, um, a team that went undefeated at the World Cup. Woofed. Um, yeah. Uh, also, most importantly, um, everybody thought he was bald and uh, grew his hair just out of nowhere. All of a sudden, was, everyone was like, look at this bald guy on the field. And then one day, like, who's, who's that playing? Who's that in number 12? That's Corey Parker's number. Turns out Corey Parker can grow hair. He was just choosing to be bald. I, I don't know why you choose that, but he chose it anyway. Um, and just an all-around great player. Won a premiership with them in 2006, um, which was great under the great Wayne Bennett. Um, yeah, and now he's, uh, his, his insights are so valuable. He's, he's on the Fox uh, commentary team. So really absolutely kicking goals on the field and kicking goals off. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> I just love the facial expressions. They're amazing. Uh, uh, Backyard, you get to go first on this one. So I, we talked about him kicking goals for $100 for every goal he kicked. How many goals yeah. did he kick that year? And what was his contract for that year? Because I think it was probably something somewhat of a tax write-off. And I, don't I, didn't, think that... I, didn't, I didn't spend today looking up stats like... Oh, okay. like so you so that, so that I can't tell you how many goals. I can find Actually, out if you like. I can Google just like Ben can Google, mate. But I didn't. I just, I just know from my experiences with Corey Parker that every goal he kicked that year, he donated a hundred dollars. And the Broncos, they always scored tries, except for the last two, three years. He, they always <laughs> scored tries. So imagine him being the primary goal. Also, goal kicking forward. How valuable? How valuable would he have been on the on the super coach? Oh, you know, like right. absolutely <laughs> valuable. Goal kicking forward makes 40, 50 tackles a game. Unbelievable. Okay, right. I keep going. You've said you bet. I, I, I think Corey Parker, when I first got this list, I was like, he's probably the best candidate. And as I dove in, I'm like, actually, he's not the best candidate because he's only been, he only appeared in one grand final, the one that they won. He didn't appear in a grand final again after that. That was it. That was the only one. So you never saw him in a grand He turned final. up every week. It was just, you know, <laughs> players around him. There was, you know, there was a lot of egos there and he just sat back and let them take all the money and he just, you know... He That's just a good point. He definitely, he definitely sat back and watched while Queensland put together probably <laughs> one of the best origin teams and he just skirted his way through multiple victories and we'll all remember him greatly, which we shouldn't because I think... And if, if, the, if the measure of Hall of Fame is being on the Fox Sports commentary box, then someone <laughs> who will call Brayton Natsa now. Like, let's get him in there. It's time that he deserves... He's what he's been in more grand final appearances than Corey Parker has. Mate, don't be don't be jealous about Brayton Nassau. Let's all go there, all right? Just because I played in a state cup winning team with him and you didn't, like that's it's not my fault, mate. You know, he saw he saw talent, he said, Matt, come on board, let's go. Gentlemen, I'm just gonna pause right there, backyard. You can come back and keep trying to talk while Bumsy interrupts you. I just need to <laughs> stop this one and come and start another one. I just said that you had unlimited minutes, man. Did it? Yeah, it came up and said you've been upgraded and you had unlimited minutes. Did you just pay for an upgrade? Definitely not. Although hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they didn't take my credit card details. I thought it was saying to me, it did say something popped up, which just reminded me to look. But if you think you saw the yeah, same thing. Okay, great. Yeah. You guys can read. I actually can't read. I'm really glad it's working. I'm just, I'm just drawing here, just pretending to write. Uh, okay, so Becky, did you have anything else that you wanted to say then? Uh, You've said that Fox Sports is not much. He sat back. No grand finals after 06. Yeah, no, that, that was it. Good. That was, that Cardi was B. Rant. Cardi B, you got anything? Uh, I've got a lot of good points for him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at this whole thing, right? I'm trying to, trying to look at it from all perspectives. I think, I think that there was some... Um, 
uh, some bias in the way the packs were distributed. Not going to lie. I think that... Um, well, that's not going to get you anywhere. Corey Parker was the limited edition secret, secret card. Uh, the card exists. Don't, don't get upset with the manufacturer then. The card just exists. Basically yeah, I was just saying, saying how, it, how it ended up in his, his lap. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, you researched, uh, researched all six players and Corey Parker should be in the Hall of Fame. That's what you're saying. After your eight hours of research today when you should have been working, <laughs> you realise now that Corey is sending me there. Um, look, I think if you, if you, if you look at it... Um, his his comment if commentary is part of it, which I think it definitely should be, he's appalling. Um, so we, we're gonna, <laughs> he needs to work on his commentary. I he's think great. when he commentates as well, it's it's obvious to see that he wasn't the most strategic player out in the field. It really mm. was a like this is my job and I do this and that's what he's I need a, to do. He's a second you. rower, mate. He's a second rower. What's your job? Um, tackle, run lines. Tackle, run lines. Um, interesting. Fact was that uh, he was so sure of himself that he negotiated his own contracts. Didn't even have a player agent, which I think in this uh, day and age is just stupid. I'm so, sure the Brisbane people were really upset about that. They're like, "Yeah, Corey, what are you well, doing? hundred dollars." Okay, to... man, okay, that's fine. But let's put him on. Well, yeah, but to your to your point, he might have been. He was doing his donations, but he might have been on. He might have needed the tax donations, right? Because he could have been on twenty k a year. Could have been match payments. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> um, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way when he was training at Brisbane. Um, the, a lot of the old guard thought he was a bit of a mug, and um, and uh, what's your source? He had, it, had tea. Oh, mate, Fox Sports told me. Um, <laughs> You just bagged out Fox Sports two minutes ago. Now that you're now no, you're no, no, I'm all in sports. now. We're getting we're getting to my commentator later. Yeah. We're, we're all in on Fox Sport. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I think um, you know he's, he's, he was a great player, and and I think, but you know, premierships tell the story. I think the um, I think the strongest point I've I've heard in in forty minutes of podcasting is that the Brisbane Broncos players didn't like Corey Parker. Because that means that I, I'm really going to like that guy probably. So, so that's a good start for him <laughs> straight away. <laughs> Didn't like him. Great. Tick. <laughs> um, I think we're back to you, Cuddy B. Uh, if you can put yourself away from whatever notes you've got there or go through your scrolls. This one's going to be as good as what now? Jeez. <laughs> Cuddy B. So, uh, Innis the Menace, Pest Grub, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's now known probably more for being a really well-spoken commentator and a tactical expert on Fox. Um, and I think the, the way the guy's been seen has changed from anyone that didn't watch him play and hated him. Um, I think now he's probably liked more than he, he was. But we hated him for a reason. We hated him because he was that good. Um, he played 274 games for five clubs, but will probably be remembered as the Bulldogs captain. Uh, more than anything, he led those two those two teams to um, to two grand finals. We missed the 2014 grand final with the injury, which is actually his last game as a as a bulldog. Um, and he looked done, I think, at that point. Then um, went to the Sharks and really took them to the premiership. Um, I don't. I think it's fair to say they never win the premiership. Sharks never win the premiership without him there. Um, and uh, yeah, um, had a knee reconstruction early in his career, which really meant that he had to change his game. And I think um, you can see now how smart he is on and off the field. Um, I think this is something that uh, is, is, 
is underrated, but unless you play competitive sport, but if you can get, if you can win that mental battle on the field, um, and he always managed to do that, right? He'd always get on there and roll up their best player. So their best player got caught playing the mental mind game um, with him rather than their actual natural game. And you saw that a lot. Um, so I think that was, that's, that's um, credit to him. Um, he's probably known mostly for the sledge on Nathan Highmarsh, which has become somewhat iconic where he chased him and no, and, and no one ever thought any, you could get it, um, Nathan Highmarsh that riled up. But um, I think the public sentiment on his probably um, softened a bit, but he was a hard-nosed defender. Um, and he's had a great career. He did have a great career. And, and I think um, moving into commentary, you can see how smart he is as a footballer. Uh, and now he's well presented. He's liked on the on the panels and um, contribution off the field again um, for this guy is is that uh, he deserves to be in the Hoff. So um, yeah, I, I I think he should be there. Cool. Uh, there's some points I can't disagree with. I have to say, I think your point about the Sharks don't win without him definitely. Um, and he's way more light now. Um, but to get under players' skins during the game, I, like, I just see that as poor form. Like, that's just going to be... Like, that's not what the Hall of Fame's all about. You're famous for being a, a dick. Like, nobody wants to be... Mate, nobody wants... You know, you don't go through that lineup, and you don't... Who else in the Hall of Fame is like Michael Ennis? No one. So you don't deserve to go there. I just got nothing. And five clubs? Nobody wants him. Like nobody, not even the club, not even the clubs want him. I couldn't afford him, mate. He was a game changer. Five from Brisbane, got five from everyone, and they just replaced him with better hookers. I really loved it when he wasn't there in 2014, and we won the grand final. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't be a podcast without not mentioning that. So, yeah, but I just don't. I think, yeah, too many, too much of a grub to be in the Hall of Fame. Fair enough. And uh, backyard. Uh, yeah, that's not my, my main retort there, which was five clubs. Like, he couldn't stay at a club. And people didn't want to pay him to stay at that club. That The mental game that was played on the field actually hurt his team more than it did the other team, I think, most of the time because he got caught up trying to sledge with the other guys than he should be just being a good hooker. Um, I agree that he's, he's probably a better commentator because he has good insight to the players. But um, I think if you take away... The sledging, if you take away the, the ability to get in, in into the niggle and, and be that pest, who is he? I mean, he's, he's poor man's Robbie Farrar, don't you think? Is that, is that a fair enough? Way to suck up to the Perfect. I'm just going to put myself down here, but um, I'm, I think you'll find that he actually replaced Robbie Farrar as straight of origin hooker at one point. But, um, yeah. Way to put yourself down as well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then, no, I'm saying he did. He replaced him. So. He did replace him and then was taken back out again. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> pointing out on poor man's Robbie Farrow written down. Good job. <laughs> I'm glad someone brought it up. Because yeah, I was interested, be Benjamin. He must be really broke. <laughs> the, the, um, I'm surpre- I was interested that you didn't bring up his state of origin appearances. You brought up his grand finals, but not his state of origin appearances. Uh, too inc- no, just too inconsistent with his uh, in and out of the game. And I think him and Farrow are fighting a lot and, and probably a reflection of New South Wales and, and our inability to stick. Um, so I think... Not wanting, yeah. not wanting a virus in the team when your team's already rubbish, maybe potentially could be in that too. 
because I would call it the virus. I, it, it is worth pointing out, I think that Michael Ennis would probably be better, better off as a coach. Um, I think just listening to him on in the commentary box, he, he, he comes off like he's probably got better insights at a coaching level, maybe not necessarily a head coach, but some assistant coach. Um, and I think that's what he did in that Cronulla team, which was he, he was more of a coach. I mean, that and peptides helped them get the grand final. So um, <laughs> I think it's important to, to really point those out. But uh, overall... And I think I push back a little bit around the grub, grubbiness of him being in the Hall of Fame because Terry Lamb's in there and he, he's a fairly grubby character. So I, I don't think the grubbiness pushes him out. But I just think that I just think, don't think that he was as great a hooker as we would expect him to be um, if you take away the niggle from him. So yeah, I think and, and the knee reconstruction probably probably threw him off a little bit <laughs> as well. Just just saying, you know. Uh, I think he is uh, on the coaching staff for the Canberra Raiders, by the way, currently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, mm. uh, okay, that's the halfway mark. It's been fantastic. Oh, no, we've just passed the halfway mark. I think Cardi B's now done too. Uh, backyard, your, your turn. Oh, this is the one. So this is the winner. Um, so, you know, just sit back, gentlemen, and, and make sure you make some notes. Uh, Jamie Lyon. Um, however you feel about Jamie Lyon, um, I, I don't hold any ill will against Manly fans at all. I, 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 I'm fine with Manly fans. But uh, 289 games. 10 origin appearances, eight international appearances, fit in four grand finals, uh, won a couple of those as well, six daily M's, center of the year, um, and also captain of the year twice. Wow. Um, didn't get any grand final medals, unfortunately. But, I mean, if we think about some of the rules for him, he, he did play in, um, in the Super League. He did win the Challenge Cup, won the Man of Steel there. Um, fun fact, actually, about that one, um, Man of Steel 2005, um, he, he played on that Challenge Cup team. They scored 404, he, he scored 414 points. Uh, that team, sorry, that team scored 414 points for that season and they only lost two games up. So, yeah, so he's, he's definitely, he's definitely fits that Australian criteria, but um, also just, I think he's, uh, he's really just a great candidate for the Hall of Fame. And I think the last point as well, um, really good candidate because there's a lack of centres in the Hall of Fame. So it might be good just for the NRL to get a bit of a coverage across positions. Um, there's lots of, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed if you're a good halfback or a hooker or a, or a prop forward. But, you know, centres don't get much love, as much love as I would like. Um, and, you know, when I compare his stats to, say, Daily M, it's, you know, it's pretty close. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my point. He scored over 15,000 points as well so in his NRL career. Daily Messenger played 10 out of Origin City. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's neck and neck. It's neck and yeah. neck. I mean, that was the last center I could find that they picked. So, you know. Uh, uh, back yet. No, sorry. Cardi, you get to go first. I, I think it's great. I think, yeah, like he was, he was awesome. And if like, if you don't want to play any rep footy and just like chill and like be captain and like hang out at the park and stuff on the weekends, like, of course you can be a great footy player. Um, I mental, mental health, mental health and well-being is very important, and we know that now in 2021. Him? So reflecting upon Jamie Lyons' mental health back then, he made the right decision. He made the right decision. All right, so let me talk, and then you could talk. Uh, I think that uh, you made a great point. He was a star at St Helens, um, but any what 25-year-old who went over there, who was at the peak of their ability in oh. the NRL, would have been a star and would still be a star. So I think I don't. I, take that with a grain of salt. Um, I think to be 
it was quoted by Joey Johns. Uh, it stopped him. It stops him from being not playing Origin when he decided to step down for Origin. Stopped him from being considered the greatest center of all time. He didn't compete against the greatest center of all time. No, but he only played ten games and he pulled out when they really needed him. And so he didn't get to p- compete against the best and biggest and brightest stage um, or against the best players. And I think that really impacts his his legacy. Now, what I would say is that. Um, uh, I respect his decision to step down from Origin. Um, I think he decided to do it for all the right reasons in this day and age. Um, There was a time where I would have judged him. um, And now I look back on it and I think... that time right now? (laughs) No, I I, I think there was a time where you look at this situation and you're like, he had a lot of pressure to go and be a a footballer, the best footballer he could be. And he actually said, you know, what's more important is me and myself, my family, and knowing what um, coming from the country and, and he didn't want the city lights. And so I respect that a lot more than, than anything I've said prior to that. Um, but I think it did stop him from being the best centre of all time. I mean, that's, that's how I see it. Boom. I saw you quickly trying to look stuff up, so go for it. No, no, no. I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking anything up then, actually, mate. Oh, I was just... Um... I was just uh, ignoring Ben. (laughs) (laughs) No, the reason I was looking something up is because, well, first of all, my first instinct with Jamie Lyon was you're a cat because you didn't play Origin against that amazing side for Queensland had. So you don't get to go to the Hall of Fame because you were too scared to lose. Like you were okay to turn up mental health wise. You're okay to turn up at Manly every week. You're okay to play for New South Wales. It should be an honor to play for New South Wales. So if you don't want to be there, then you can't come into the Hall of Fame. The second point I wanted to raise not enough um, centers in the Hall of Fame. That's because they're immortals. Reg Gaznia, Mel Meninga, immortal centers. Real good centers get all the way to the top, mate. They make it all the way up there. Jamie Lyon is a wee war panther. And that's always that we're going to be. Yeah, right. So just, I mean, to that point, Reg Gaznia, what makes him, what would make in your, why is he... Um, why is he immortalised for you? I wasn't there on the immortal panel judging about it. I'm not on the immortal panel. Oh, judging. no, but I'm I mean, you, you're happy to reference it, but you're not happy to reference it. I'm happy to reference it because you said, you said that there was no centres in the Hall of Fame. I said, no, they're, they're immortals. Is that not a fact? I've, I've answered your, your fact with a real fact. That's what I've done, mate, right there. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, this is, this let's, is why we've got the... Let's not the fact that... He he did he did play Origin and and he did play Australian football um, and you know look let's let's all be honest we all get really excited about our players when for out from our teams playing Origin football but then when they get hurt we're like oh man that really sucks I wish I wish Cody Walker didn't play Origin and couldn't play pretty much any football after it last year um, and then when he doesn't get picked this year we're like yes we can continue to win. And same with Manly. Manly were very excited that he didn't play because they continued and took themselves to multiple premierships because of that fact. So I don't think we should discount that fact completely because he did win lots of grand finals, probably as many as anyone on this list did. Yep, well said. Great. Uh, Boom, I think it's your last one. Uh, Yeah, I've got uh, Jeremy Smith. Um, Jeremy Smith... Uh, amazing representative for New Zealand, World Cup winner with New Zealand in 2008 in Benji Marshall's team. Benji Marshall, the 
currently plays for South. So he's a bit famous for a, a flick pass back in 05 or something like that. I can't remember. Um, actually, I, I do remember. I remember it really well. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, New Zealand Player of the Year that year. Amazing International Player of the Year. Um, forward with the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, won the Premiership with them in 2007 and then went at, won it at another club, which I don't know anyone else on this Hall of Fame list can say that they've done. He won it with St. George too, in the Wayne wow. Bennett era. And then he went, he went with Wayne to, to Newcastle. They didn't have much luck there. They made the semis, I think, but they didn't um, get all the way through. And then he, um, yeah, just a, just a go, go about it player, made tackles, made runs, similar to Corey Parker. Both of them, should, they could probably hold hands on the way up through to the Hall of Fame. Um, just worked hard, cut 300 plus games, not so many strides, not many really there for the, you know, for the fanfare, just to, just there to, to make tackles and, and do the right thing by his club. Um, yeah, that's Jeremy Smith. On he goes. Retorts. Benjamin, you want to go on first? He goes. On he goes. He goes on the list of number six in this pack of people who shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Mostly because, A, he didn't actually win a grand final that year. They got robbed of that. They got stripped of that grand final. So I don't know if that counts. The St. George run, sure. Um, also, Ben Cray played on that St. George team as well. Just a quick hat tip to my, my boy BC there. Um, <laughs> else, <laughs> I think of everyone on this list, I was really excited about, you know, I, I wanted Jeremy Smith as well. But then when I started to dive in a little bit, um, yeah, look, I mean, the international appearances, they're amazing. Um, was there any Kiwi forwards who were like, even moderately good that didn't get picked on that New Zealand team? I think that's probably the question that I would have. Mm. Um, appeared in lots of grand finals. Like I said, you know, he only really won the one if you want to be technical about it. Um, and um, yeah, never won a daily M medal. So zero daily M medals, didn't win a grand final medal. Um, so, you know, I just, I put that out there. I would say that he's an unsung hero or maybe just an unsung. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cardi B? Uh, look, I think if, if effort got you into the Hall of Fame, he's there, but effort doesn't. Um, need and ben more. Cray would be number one. <laughs> um, ben Cray, yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about this earlier, but his name definitely limits him to being admitted because if you like Jeremy Smith, Jeremy Smith, what did, how, how did he get in there? And then you go into Wikipedia and, and they have his like, Born date in his in name. His birth, I mean, I've yeah. never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen Jeremy that Smith, nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Um, How do you guys look up to your own players and stop searching out mine? Mate? Just... <laughs> it's called research. Uh, not afraid to grow his hair and shave his hair, so you have to respect that. I mean, I'm I'm all in on that right now. Why does that come um, up twice? And... Why does baldness uh, come just... up twice in this podcast? <laughs> um, could pull off a tattoo. Give him credit there. Uh, guy, guy had some sick tats. Um, was he a good person to have in the Dragons side? The, I mean, anyone could have played. Like Ben Gray was there, um, yeah. but Great. they would have won without him. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But the one that the one that nailed me was um, the one that nailed me was the supplement saga. Um, he got suspended, issued a notice. Oh shit! Um, so that's a. Uh, I'm sorry, you can't enter the uh, Hoff. The supplement saga. Yeah. Talk to me, talk me through the supplement yeah, saga. That's going to have a huge waiting. Can you tell me more about that too, please? Yeah. Well, he was found in the supplement saga. What did, Fox, no, he was what did you just yeah, read was, from Fox? <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He was part of. It. He was he was suspended um, into after the investigation. He was one of the players suspended after the investigation in Cronulla. So, in Cronulla, yeah, yeah, he played. For which I didn't know until. It, who else was at Cronulla at that stage? There's there's about there's about ten or twelve players. Was on Was Mike Lennis at um, Cronulla when they won the premiership? <laughs> no, that they he wasn't won? suspended. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah, it's called getting away with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, also, fun fact: he was a goal kicker. I didn't know that. He was he, from his career. He kicked three. He had three attempts. He kicked two of them. Good on him. Good uh, research, mate. Good to see you researching the Hall of Fame. Well, I was looking up for you guys. <laughs> anything you guys, anything that's like through your net. <laughs> um, okay, shit. Well, that, um, yeah, the supplement thing's really stitched me up. Um, is, it, is that because you had already preconceived notions about who you wanted to go into the Hall of Fame tea? Or no, because no, he gave like... Very impartial, gave, right? No, 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 no. I was, I was writing the them down as we go. <laughs> I was writing them down who I thought as we went. I was just about to write it here, but then um, Supplement Saga took the spot of where I was going to write yes. That's... That's a real stitch up. And all your support is turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh! Okay, well, this, this has been fantastic. It was exactly what I was hoping was going to happen, where you, you didn't really care on the build-up, but then on the day, you, you all realise you're actually going to see each other and you didn't want the other person to win. So that was excellent. Uh, <laughs> Cody B had Watmo. I love the nickname at the beginning. Four grand finals, two of them won. Excellent. Bring in Bossy. So good. Uh... Having leader and that kind of shit was great, but all of the stuff about him, his career fading out. He was he was a grub. The suspensions, the salary cap stitch up. It just kept pushing me further and further away from um, from it being a yes. So it got a no. Uh, the other one, the next one was backyard with Ben Cray. Savers Houses was a great one. Winning grand final also great. Dally M things. I, I love Dally M medals. So that was great. Um, but. Not not even the best dragon just rattled me. Once I heard that line, there was no way I was ever going to take it. So, <laughs> um, I had to leave people alone after that. Boom had Corey Parker. I, I don't, I'm not a big one club person. I thought I was, but after what happened to Roberto and Benji, I realized that, you know, it's, it's very rarely in their control. So it was nice he's one club, but I didn't really care too much about that. The goals, kicking goals and giving $100 to that that charity was was really, really good. I didn't know anything about that. Um, I loved you bringing up baldness because that was going to really ring a few bells on the call. Um, <laughs> playing over 300 games is amazing. State of origin, winning a World Cup without losing a game was excellent. I actually really respect him not having a player agent because I think eventually you don't need one. So I liked that he knew that. Plus, as you said, Broncos didn't like him. So it was a yes for me. That was the first person that I wrote a yes with. And so Corey Parker, Corey Parker has made you, it into the... You know it. One of the things that you really liked was he didn't have a player agent. Ben, you gave that to him, you idiot. <laughs> that was one of your retorts for the player. Thanks, he's, mate. He's, clutch, he's clutching at straws to justify the allocation of packs. No. Let's, let's call it what it is. <laughs> no favourites. Ennis was next. Ennis was next. And that was done by, who did, was that you, Cuddy B? Me. I'll stop writing down who, who said them. Uh, tactical expert, I love him on Fox as well. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, I loved how many grand finals he is. I, I agree that he dragged that Sharks along. I loved the big Viking club that he did to, to Canberra, which is what that Sharks grand final reminded me of. Uh, and that mental winningness was just like the Jordan thing we talked about before, where he's an absolute competitor all the time. And he does whatever he needs to do. And I think the five club things is fine. Uh, poor man's Robbie Farrell was hilarious, but that didn't have any impact on it. So Michael Ennis also <laughs> made it into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Michael Ennis. And that happening. 
Uh, next was Jamie Lyon. <clears throat> I love that he almost played 300 games. That's so many games. I respect that he played State of Origin and then gave it up. I respect that he played for Australia and then couldn't do it anymore. I didn't know that he was a man of steel, so I loved that. And bringing up 2005 was always a really smart idea. Um, was he was in that grand final team that was uh, the manly team that was just unstoppable. So and he was a real part of that. And saying that he won the Dallium Captain of the Year twice was a big ringer for me because. I, not many people can win that. Not many people are going to be captain and not many people can get Dalian captain of the year. So that was great. The chill kind of thing didn't ring that hard and, and pulling out early and could have been the greatest according to Joey, I think is all hyperbole. I think that means Joey thinks that he is the greatest. He just wish he played more origin. So um, I loved it. And so that's also why Jamie Lyon got a yes into the uh, Hall of Fame. And finally, Jeremy Smith was there the whole way. New Zealand winning oh. captain. I love New Zealand. Uh, he was the player of the year for New Zealand. Didn't know that. I love it. Any 300-plus player I love. Playing in different grand finals and winning them for different teams is a huge boon for me. No Dalian medals. You know, I don't really like how the Dalian things are scored, so I can understand that. No grand final medals. Thousands of players would have that. But Supplement Saga, I stopped writing things down. The moment I read that, that killed that thing. I'm assuming he was guilty of it or else... He would have been exonerated. So Jeremy Smith did not make it into the Hall of Fame, uh, which is a real shame because then it's three, it's one all. <laughs> so we lame. ended how we started. So lame. Um, <laughs> which, which I guess right. is also great. It's really important that I point out that I got fucking Ben Cray. All right. Like that's just really <laughs> important that I point that out. That, like, I had to go hard for him. And, like, I hope he's out there somewhere knowing how hard I went for his Hall of Fame campaign. That's what I want Ben Cray to know. <laughs> Is there anyone else outside of your own players that you thought should have made it in? The, the three you picked are the three I, I guess I would have, like, been able to defend. In, in terms of the list of players who were retiring? Yeah. I guess... Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Like Sam Parrott was on there maybe as a as a candidate who'd who'd done the hard yards of playing well, in, I mean club in this, for a so, long time. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just about to tell you about the other ones that I, I cut out early. Dana Halitau was one of them. Uh, Sam Parrott, yeah. But there was also like uh, Cade Snowden, um, <laughs> uh, Michael was a good one. Tim Moulton, Tiger's legend of ninety games. Like, so there were a bunch of people I did cut out before uh, we got to. We got to Ben Cray. So to be to be yeah. a little bit fair to me, I did try and give you the best ones, the best of what we had. And it's likely as well that none of these guys make the Hall of Fame. Like, well, two do at least two. So I think Corey uh, Corey Parker will make Corey it. He's, he's, Jamie Lyon, he's fourth on the list of he's fourth on the list of games played for one club, and he's twenty eighth in all time points scored. He'll definitely make it. I'll, I'll like, Thanks for that, mate. That information would have been good about ten minutes ago. <laughs> But cool. I think <laughs> it doesn't matter. He got in anyway, dickhead. Don't worry. I won with my. He kicked a hundred dollars over for autism because I was looking after the people. Uh, I think Jamie Lyon and Corey Parker. If there's two that go through, in all honesty, they would be the two that I would pick. That's the ultimate pack. But then we're putting those guys in with, like, we're putting them in with Steve Menzies and Ruben Wiki and and Stacey Jones. Like the those people. That's like a big tier. I feel like so. That's probably my biggest problem at the moment is, is the way the Hall of Fame structured. It, it seems quite hard to get into it. Doesn't, um, doesn't, isn't this what every Hall of Fame does in the NBA and, and baseball where every year they have to take a, they have to take a certain allotment and they can't take too many, they can't take too, not enough? Uh, yeah, I think the Basketball Hall of Fame is this kind of rolling joke where like everybody gets into the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, right. 
Oh, and if it's not the NBA on? Basketball Hall of Fame, it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. So someone who's played in the Spanish league their whole life can potentially be oh, make it in there. So okay. Um, but I and think they have ballots. I yeah, they do have ballots as well. So, um, but I was expecting the NRL Hall of Fame to be just as kind of um, easy to to break through. But I mean, I look at some of the people who are in there, and I'm like, that that's a, these are an elite bunch of players. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, there's one thing we've always said, it's an amazing amount of talent. And I mean, I think it was last year or the year before was also hectic, which everyone had Luke Lewis in it. I think it also had Billy Slater and a whole bunch of other like hectic people. And, and only having four was going to be a real issue um, because some years there's just going to be people who just miss out then forever because you only have that one window. Wow! Boys, any final comments before we go? Thanks for having us, mate. Great, uh, great, great work. Great appreciate initiative. It. Yep. No, great. appreciate it. It was heaps of fun. Okay, well, we'd love to know what you thought. Hit us up on the socials. Cardi B, how can people find you? I'm um, on Twitter uh, at, uh, at CardsBenched. So check me out. At CardsBenched. Backyard, where can people find you? Uh, I'm not Twittering at the moment. I'm, I'm on a bit of a social media hiatus just while we're locked down. Um, but when I do come back, I'm yes underscore Charlton. Or 74 of Boca Street. Min Mississippi or wherever you, if people want to find you, and uh, and boom, <laughs> the file of Boom, where can people find you? Uh, Boomzy eight, as always. Sure mate. You sure there's no zero? No, no, no zero. You've been telling people zero for years, trying to get my following numbers down. <laughs> it's sitting at a solid probably one thirty. So yeah. don't worry, mate. You're all good. Uh, I've already started an account called Boomsy08 and I just like say things that are slightly <laughs> off. <laughs> hey, yeah, do what you're going to do to get your followers. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and speaking of those people, I'm at The Bigger Saga, so you can follow me on Insta or Twitter. With that, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on socials like the Hall of Fame Burgesses and we'll, find, and we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. We got this weird filing cabinet, so I just didn't know what to do with it. So I just chucked it on top of it. And uh, what do you file away in cabinets? Just well, we we moved into this place, and it was the filing cabinets were here. So oh wow, I've got one drawer that I put paperwork, some paperwork in, but otherwise it's just empty. Because everything's pretty digital these days, which is why. Uh... I remember growing up with a filing cabinet in my parents' house, but I don't. Uh, I can't imagine one now. There's four. <laughs> oh, no, they're like ones you'd see in a bank where like someone's got a bracelet and one and... Yep. Wow. The secret passageway takes you to yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and boom, oh, boom, are you in the backyard? Sorry, are you on the balcony? No, I'm just in the bedroom, but I need to be uh, quiet so that baby doesn't wake up. Yeah, no, fair enough. I don't think I've ever mm. been into your bedroom, which is a sad state of affairs. Welcome, Welcome honey. <laughs> Never been into your bedroom. Uh, well, not you in real life. To... Only in my dreams, I guess. <laughs> uh, we want to go into Luke's when we're younger. I don't know how much. What? <laughs> oh, concrete t-shirts. Concrete t-shirts. Yeah, he's recording this. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, we have our episode title as well. That's great. Concrete t-shirts. And, and, and Ben, are you doing a DJ set after this or is there a reason you've got your headphones on like that? And this is just how I roll. Yeah, DJ BJ. Uh, DJ BJ64. <laughs> check it out. Check it out on eBay. What's uh what's happening? Yeah.
Uh, I'm pretty good. Does it, do we are all okay-ish with the um, setup, with the, how the whole thing will run? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Benjamin, are you feeling quietly confident, or? <laughs> I think I, I think I've done the work for everyone. Should I just go ahead and just <laughs> run your own podcast, mate? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I found it. Yeah. Uh, I found it hard to um, to find some good things to say about <laughs> some of my guys. I love that. One in particular. Anyway, but uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was super fun, actually. I spent oh, far too many hours on it today. But... <laughs> uh, and also, <laughs> I, I read that Zoom only lets us do a 40 minute sesh. So I have a timer going at the moment to let me know. Um, oh, yeah. when we stop and then we'll just I'll just send out another link and we'll keep going I'll just edit it together later cool yeah. <clears throat> okay unless there's something else you want to say off off record about Luke's uh, shirts we can <laughs> we'll keep going shirts sinks <laughs> and socks it was wasn't it <laughs> shirts socks and sinks shirts socks and sinks what's Ooh, what's the name. last thing sinks shirts or the singlets Sinks, uh, sinks, sinks like the bathroom like sink. Oh no, gentlemen! Oh, no. I'm done. <laughs> Wasn't that a touch footy team that we caught? Did oh, we call ourselves? Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. let us forward it. They wouldn't let us have it. Yeah, dude, um, right. well, yeah. I don't know if worked out what the hell it was about. Team, but... <laughs> yeah. Sinks. Uh, anyway. <clears throat>